Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Brass. Monica is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB Serving Western Ontario. Look for the seal. The BBB seal on business websites, on windows and doors, on vehicles and in advertising. We'll talk more about the BBB seal and what it means to consumers and to businesses later on in the show. Well, we are in total lockdown now, so home is where everything is. So many people are creating their own oasis to get away in their own backyard or right in their own living room. And installing a hot tub might be one way to achieve that. We're joined today by Jeff McCall of Beachcomber London to give us answers to our hot tub and more questions. Welcome to Ask BBB, Jeff. Thanks for having me. So Jeff, you know, to Jim's point, if we already have a hot tub and we're trying to find other creative ways to think about how we can entertain ourselves at home now that we're all back in lockdown, what are other things that we can also think about in addition to hot tubs at this time? Uh, well, a lot of the products that we offer uh, lend themselves to a lockdown. I mean, we've got uh, infrared saunas where uh, there's a lot of health benefits, uh, including sleep, uh, detoxification, pain relief, weight loss. Uh, you get into a lot of our backyard products. We've got a lot of uh, different grills and smokers and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, people are at home, they're, they're not out at restaurants and at friends' houses. So, you know, maybe they want to spend a little more time having, you know, playing around with different meals and smoking different meats and all that sort of thing. And, and there's a bunch of our products that are great for the winter where they're uh, insulated well so that you can cook outdoors at any temperature. And there's a number of them that you can actually operate off your cell phone. So if you want to look at the temperature or just temperatures, you don't even have to go outside. You can uh, be inside a lot of the time while you're, you're doing the cooking. Uh, and then we get into, uh, you know, there's different patio heaters and fire pits and those sorts of things. So there's a, a lot of different things you could do to entertain yourself in your, your own backyard. Sounds like a great situation. So you can go outside, put something on the barbecue, smoke that brisket and come inside, sit in the hot, in the sauna so that you can lose the weight before you eat the weight. What a <laughs> perfect <could>. situation. <laughs> and when you're in the sauna, you can see whether the meat is done or not. You don't even have to leave the sauna. Well, you know, we love remote control, everything. And just thinking that we can remote control the barbecue, um, just whether we eat the meat or not, that would be great fun. But can we just back up a little bit to the uh, infrared sauna? What's involved in, in installing that? Uh, a lot of those are a modular unit. So they just come in panels, uh, they plug into the wall. So uh, essentially, you know, you could take one out of a box and put it together yourself. Uh, you know, usually, I mean, maybe not with this lockdown, but normally, you know, we would come out and install it, but it's something that could be moved from room to room, house to house, uh, because it all just sort of locks together, uh, you know, the, the power aspects of it, they just plug together. So really you can uh, put one together with no tools. And um, a lot of them would just plug into a regular 110 outlet as well. So there'd be no, you know, you wouldn't need an electrician or anybody to do any work to your house. Can we talk a little bit about size of these saunas? So, you know, like sometimes people may imagine that this is sort of a big space required in their home, but they are different varieties of sizes that people can use. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go right down to a, a single person unit where, you know, you might use up a space of like three and a half feet by three and a half feet. 
so, you know, people will tuck them into the corner of a guest bedroom, uh, the corner of a large bathroom, a family room, uh, laundry room, furnace room, literally anywhere that they've got a little space. Um, most of them have sort of a, a glass door or windows so that you don't feel claustrophobic. So if you can put it in a room where you've got a better view or a TV or something, that's kind of nice. But, uh, you know, it's a, a space that, you know, you're kind of kind of like the hot tub, you're away from it all. So you can also just use it as a, a space to go read. Um, you know, it's not extremely hot like a traditional sauna. So if you want to sit in there and read a book, you know, you've got your glass of water to rehydrate. Um, you're, if you've got glasses on, it doesn't heat up the metal in the glasses or any jewelry that you're wearing. So it's quite a different experience than what people, you know, normally associate with a sauna, like, you know, a traditional one that you'd use at a, a resort or a hotel. Right. And some of the larger units um, can have TVs in them. You can, you know, watch Netflix in there while you sit in there. So, you know, can you talk maybe about some of the really fancy features that some of these saunas can include as well that people may want, maybe be interested in? For sure. Yeah, exactly. There's, you know, some of the, like you said, some of the larger units, um, you know, they'd be equipped with, you know, full stereos. They would have, I think, you know, you get into like a, maybe a 14 inch screen that is, uh, a smart screen so it's set up where you can run Netflix or any of those sorts of things, watch YouTube, you know, really whatever you want in there. Uh, and they also have, um, you know, different light therapy and that sort of thing where you've got, you know, all different colors that you could have in there just for, uh, to help with different moods and that sort of thing. So um, really, you the sky's the limit. You can do really anything you want there with these saunas. Uh, and again, it's, even those bigger ones are still portable. So if you move, uh, you can take them with you. You know, it's not lost with that house. Or if you're just changing the layout in your basement or something and you want it somewhere else, it's it's easy to move that. What sort of uh, budget should we uh, allow for something like this then? Uh, you can get into them for under four grand. And then, you know, you can, in a modular unit, you can still, you know, get up to sort of that 14 grand mark somewhere in there. Um, if, if you add all these different options, there's different types of wood that you can get. Um, you know, the more expensive units would come with like a longer warranty and that sort of thing. Uh, but truthfully, any of the brands that we have sold over the years in an infrared sauna, they've, uh, really are something that we have hardly any issues with. Uh, like it's something that you should be able to have for a long time without worrying about doing anything to it, you know, whether it be maintenance or service or anything, it's a, they're very simple units. What's the timeline on installation or, or uh, acquiring one now, Jeff? Uh, saunas are not too bad. You still, depending on the unit and, and the stock available, I mean, you could be, you know, two to maybe six weeks for something like that in a lot of cases. Um, you know, it just depends sort of the time of year when you're buying it, but that's sort of what you're looking at right now. Great. So, you know, I'd like to spend a little bit of time maybe talking about smokers and cooking outdoors because the weather has been actually so great and cooperative, at least this year. So what are some of the options that people can consider? You know, they may already have a, a standard barbecue. Maybe this is something else that they can, you know, look at now as a an additional thing to look to cook with. For sure. Uh, well, one of the things is, well, two of the biggest things these days that are 
gaining popularity in Canada. I mean, in, in the U.S., it, it's quite popular. It has been for a number of years. But charcoal is kind of coming back and uh, cooking with uh, wood pellets, like a food-grade wood pellet, is also uh, quite popular. It's probably even more popular just because of ease of use. Uh, so with your traditional charcoal, I mean, you can use a, a steeler or ceramic style grill. The ceramic style grills are great for the winter because they retain the heat really well. So, I mean, if it's, you know, minus 15 plus wind chill and you want to smoke uh, your Christmas or Thanksgiving turkey or whatever, uh, same thing. You can leave the lid closed for four hours, uh, come back, and just that little bit of charcoal you started with is still there. You know, it's done a great job of uh, smoking or, or roasting your meat. Uh, you haven't used a lot of fuel. Uh, and it's quite simple to use. Uh, but then what a lot of people go with these days, uh, they'll use a, one of these pellet fed uh, smokers or grills. And it's as easy as turning on your oven. So if you want to smoke something at 225 degrees, uh, you could turn it on with your cell phone or you could go out to the unit itself, turn it on, set the temperature, you know, Put your meat on there with whatever rub or sauces or whatever you want and uh, it will maintain that temperature within five degrees for you know if it was a a big pork shoulder and you're going to smoke it for 12 hours it'll it'll maintain that heat the whole time uh, and then with your app you'd be able to monitor the temperature of the meat uh, let's say you were sitting in your sauna and you weren't ready to go out and take the meat off. You would actually be able to turn the temp down just to keep it warm until uh, you were ready to go pull the meat off the, the grill. Uh, so just super easy to use. Uh, there's actually a new one where we have a charcoal gravity fed unit, which so it uses the charcoal. You can get high heat, uh, but it will also run just like that pellet grill where you set the temperature, walk away. Uh, it also runs on an app. Uh, you can have multiple pieces of meat and see what the internal temperature of each meat uh, piece of meat is that's on the grill. So, um, you know, anybody that thinks they would love to be able to roast or smoke something slow like that, it is, it's as easy as operating your oven. Uh, but you can be outside as much as you want or monitor from inside. We're talking to Jeff McCall of Beachcomber London, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau. And we'll be back right after this break and maybe get into a little hot water in a hot tub. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Monica Braz, who is the Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives with BBB serving Western Ontario. And our guest this morning is Jeff McCall, who is the General Manager of Beachcomber London. Getting away from it all during COVID lockdown can really be just as simple as getting into a hot tub in your backyard. So Jeff, let's talk about hot tubs. Can a hot tub still be installed at this time of year with the new restrictions that have been imposed? We're still up in the air a little bit with that. I know we are, we're still able to do service, um, you know, deliver and have curbside for the water chemistry to maintain the hot tubs. Uh, typically in the winter, I mean, we install any day of the year, it uh, doesn't matter, you know, if it's minus 15 outside or, or not. I mean, we usually get the tub there. So uh, that part is not an issue. Uh, what we've tried to do in most cases is have people sort of prep their, their yards as far as, uh, you know, have their pad and some of the electrical pre-done so that when it gets to, you know, the middle of winter and it's cold, that 
you know, that stuff is done and it's easy. Uh, and we also have had some, uh, we've done some temporary pads for tubs in the past, you know, let's say you order a hot tub, it's the middle of winter, you can't put a pad or a deck in. We've got a temporary base that we will put down until spring. And then in the spring, when you get your deck uh, or patio installed, we will come back and move the tub into place at no charge. So it's sort of uh, just a, something that we have uh, as part of the package where, you know, within the first six, eight months of, of use, we'll move it in your within your yard at no charge. Uh, as far as COVID right now, I, uh, it looks like we're going to have to wait till we're uh, out of this part, this kind of lockdown, and then we would be back to uh, doing installs. So it's really a matter of making the call to see uh, what the situation is currently and uh, then setting up an appointment. So when it comes to the, the, the hot tub, what sort of choices and what sort of decisions uh, will we be faced with? You know, one of the big things is you'd have to look at your space and see how much room you have uh, to place a tub. So sometimes there's, you know, restrictions there. You know, if you've got a small spot and you, you still want room for, you know, your patio set or lounge set or, or something. Um, so quite often what we'll do is either do a site visit, we'll come out, to the yard and take a look at things. We've got a, a template where it's a photograph of the hot tub to size and we'll lay it in the backyard and we can move it around so people can have a better visual of what that's gonna look like. And often they'll, you know, they'll take pictures of it so that if their spouse isn't there, they can show them what it's gonna look like. Uh, and we can do up um, drawings or plans to help with that layout. One of the other major considerations is how you fit in the hot tub. Uh, they're all designed, you know, for different body types. Uh, all of our tubs are the same quality. So it's really a matter of, you know, sitting in and knowing that the seats are the right depth they're the right contour, uh, because it's much like, you know, maybe the chair you're sitting in right now, you know, if you buy a chair that is uncomfortable, you're never going to want to sit in it. Sure. They all have hot water and jets, but if the jets aren't hitting you where you need them or the seats are too deep or too shallow, or you're sort of sliding or floating out of the seats and you have to hold yourself down, you know, you're not, you're not going to really want to use that or not get the benefit out of it. How do you sort of determine that, right? Because I, I know, you know, that's a great point. Sometimes you get into certain hot tubs and you do sort of float away and you're like, why am I floating? So um, how do you, how do you determine, you know, like what's, what's the right height for you? I know in your showroom, you can obviously sit in some of them, but even just sitting in them doesn't necessarily give you the feel without the water. How do you decide that, like Jeff, and what's the best way to make those decisions? So there's a number of things we can do. Um, like, obviously, we try and have people sit in as many of the tubs dry as we can to get a, a feel for height because we can show them, you know, where the water level is in relation to them sitting in there. Uh, but then we have three tubs that are full of water. Uh, two of them are outside in a like a mock backyard. So, you know, they can have their privacy out there and, and try them out for, you know, as long as they want when they come in. Uh, and they're different models with a different kind of layout. So that gives them, a, can give them an idea. So we try and figure, spend enough time and try and figure that out as best we can. Uh, and then we also have some satisfaction guarantees. So let's say you purchase a tub, you get it in your backyard, uh, you're using it, you've got 30 days after you get it, just tell us, hey, this is, it doesn't fit me right. I love having the hot tub, but <clears throat> I don't think this is the right model. 
uh, we will exchange it at no delivery, no depreciation, just whatever the difference is either way on the, on the tub and get them into something different. Yeah. So this is a good time then for as people are at home to think about, you know, how they would use it um, down the road, even thinking about, you know, COVID being over and a lot of more of these restrictions being gone if you want to use it with friends or just family and so they can make those decisions now and do a little bit of research. So the other thing I think that most people are a little bit maybe intimidated by is maintenance. Like what sort of maintenance is required? Are these fairly easy to look after? The the only thing would be really is just in the beginning getting the proper training on it and once you once we've educated people on how to use it, uh, they're very easy. You know, you might be five, 10 minutes a week is all you're going to spend on it. And if you're not using it, like let's say it's not COVID and you're away on holidays or just busy and you're not around, uh, in most cases, depending what system you're on, but in most cases, the tub will just look after itself. Like I could walk away from my tub for three weeks, come back, and it's just the way it was when I left it. Can we talk a little bit about uh, cost A of maintaining and and B, the initial investment uh, for a hot tub? Sure. Uh, Really, you can get into, like in our lineup, you can get into a tub, uh, you know, a little over six grand uh, and you can take them well over 20, depending on, you know, the size and options and that sort of thing. When it comes to the maintenance, uh, if you took an average on our tubs, uh, you know, putting all the sizes and everything into consideration, you'd be mid twenties, like, you know, $25 a month is kind of your average monthly cost with regular use. That's not just the tub standing there, you know, sitting with the lid on. Uh, And then for the chemistry to look after a tub, you'd be, uh, you know, roughly 350 to 450 a year, depending. Uh, And again, if you looked at that, if you use it less, it's going to cost you less. If you use it more, it will cost you a little more. So the bonus there is, is it, it's only going to cost you if you're using it. So, you know, then it's money well spent. So Jeff, if people want to ask uh, more questions, they can get in touch with you uh, directly. And we want to thank you very much for your time here this morning on Ask BBB. Thanks, Jim and Monica. It was a pleasure. We've been talking to Jeff McCall of Beachcomber London, an accredited business with BBB serving Western Ontario with an A-plus rating. Look for them in the BBB business directory to learn more. No seal, no deal. That's next on Ask BBB. And we're back with more on Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Braz. No seal, no deal. Let's talk about what's behind that motto, Monica. The Better Business Bureau seal is displayed by businesses that are accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Having the BBB seal is an indicator that businesses have a high regard for business practice and that they can be trusted. They support trust in the marketplace by committing to a set of standards overseen by the BBB. And that's pretty important in all transactions, but it really comes into play with the online deals. Yes, definitely. Online shopping scams are on the rise because we're all at home shopping online. Consumers are looking for ways to know that they can trust the business with which they're conducting their online purchases. BBB research shows that the BBB seal is one of the top five markers retailers are looking for to ensure that online stores are credible. So if the business isn't displaying that seal, can you still check them out on the BBB or check them out with BBB? Absolutely. So we have both accredited and non-accredited businesses are included on the BBB.org website. 
businesses can register with the BBB whether or not they seek full accreditation. Non-accredited businesses are listed and also any reviews or complaints about them are also available to consumers. So the steps that we should take is to search the BBB database to see if the business is listed. That's the first step. Eh? Absolutely. Check the listing and also visit BBB Scam Tracker to see if the type of business has been involved in any scams. BBB reports that individuals who are involved in a scam but did not lose money would 22% more likely to say the BBB accreditation seal played an important role in their purchasing decisions. So I guess you safely say, look for the seal. That's the better deal. And that's our time for Ask BBB this week, Monica. Remember, you can contact us anytime on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. If you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Monica Bryce. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.